Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Are you excited to be in His presence? Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We have gathered in your presence. It is your day, the Lord's day. And we've come to hallow this day to worship you, to adore you, and to say thank you for preserving us throughout all of last week. Today, we've come for another covering that will take us through this week and the next. Feed us this morning, Lord, with your unadulterated word. Cause us to receive the substance of the spirit. Minister to our hearts, souls, and mind. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. Please do have your seats. God bless you. Amen. Awesome. We have been on a journey. Some of you don't like the journey because the points are not so comfortable. Yes. Uh, but it's a journey. We are going to Bungoma. And until we reach Bungoma, <laughs> we, we, we have to reach the final stop. Yes. So we are on those who do not give thanks. And uh, there's a group of people who don't give thanks. Yes, they don't give thanks. They don't believe in giving thanks. Yes, if you are new, you think we are fighting when I enter the teaching. So please rest assured we are not fighting here. It's just that the teaching gets hot. You get a point now. Yeah, so don't be too ish. This church, they're always fighting. We're not fighting at all. The only fight is we are fighting for the point to enter your heart. Yes, that one is a good fight. 
Yeah. Apart from that, it's not, there's nothing personal here. Amen. Yeah. If you choose to be an arm robber, we are not going to fight you. I will tell you being an arm robber is not good. You get it? We'll fight for you to get it. But beyond that, there's nothing personal. Yeah, everything is sour, sour. Okay? So we looked at those who do not say thank you for loyalty. That's what we're on. And that led us to the signs of disloyalty. Because in the church, we have to know the signs. So when you see a member walking in disloyalty, you know that mm, this sign. Now, why is a sign important? People easily ignore signs. If you ignore signs, you will always end up in the wrong destination. There are road signs, if you use the expressway or even just the normal road, it tells you, Museum Hill, if you want to get out, pass here. Then you, you are saying, no, me, me, not do another road. Eh? <laughs> you see that instead of just going to your destination, you will end up in a totally different place. I wish I did science um, in senior high school and then I wish I went on to become a doctor. I see the work of doctors as very easy. Yes. They sit down there, they hear you complain. Oh, I'm dying. My stomach, it presses me like this. The guy, he has been taught the signs. So as you are exasperated, I'm going to die. The guy knows that this is likely malaria. So after listening to you, in fact, I find doctors work very easy. Listening to you, then he'll say, okay, go and do malaria test. Go and do this test. They want to rule out one or two things. You understand? Then when you bring the results, ah, it was malaria. Go to the pharmacy and they'll give you this and this and this. His work is done. True or not true? Yes. But pray that they don't send you to Owa. <laughs> she said, did the doctor really give you this prescription? I have another <laughs> I have another thing for you. <laughs> you get the point now. <laughs> Forget this one. <laughs> People ignore signs. Yes, but the medical profession over the years over the years. That's why when there is uh, either an epidemic or a pandemic, they always go back to previous pandemics or epidemics to see are there similarities? What is this? Is this a variation? They work with signs. Do you understand? If you have consistent headache, a doctor can just rule out one of few things and narrow it on one particular thing. So they work with signs. 
you can't be in the church and people behave in a particular way. Talk in a particular way. And then you think it's all right. It's not all right. Paul said to Timothy that the church is the pillar and the ground of truth. And he said to Timothy that when I delay in coming, I want you to know how to behave in the church. Are you listening to me? So the church, even though a lot of us take it as, oh, a happy-go-lucky place, go come, you know. But Paul said to him, give me the NLT. That's if you are in a good mood over there. So that if I am delayed, you will know how people must conduct themselves in the household of God. So there is even, you can talk like a ghetto girl in your hood. That's very fine. Eh? But when you come to the church, there is a way somebody must talk. We don't use certain words in the church. Eh? Do you want me to use them? Hmm. One sister in the church got angry and she spoke deep Swahili like the one that brother was trying to speak. The whole thing sounded different to me. I didn't understand one thing. <laughs> he was just juggling the thing. Ah, uh, what did she say? Nyege, nyege ku nyege, nyege ku niku. Okay, you know what? She used that word. On somebody in the church. Some of you are very vulgar. Yeah, you grew up. Hey, if you look at the people who are vulgar, they are the ones who look like pastors. Yeah. Like if, if I ask you, oh, point, point a pastor. Yes, oh, this one is a pastor. She's a pastor. You, you easily point them out. Yeah. And then there are some people, they look like this one is a criminal. Those, they are not even the culprit. Yes. The people that are very vulgar, they look so nice. You know, they even have a way they make their voice. But very vulgar. Yes. Very vulgar. One brother had a fight. I'm, I'm still talking about you will know how people must conduct themselves in the household of God. This is the church of the living God, which is the pillar and foundation of the truth. One brother in the church, I'm not talking about a mkokoteni pusher. A brother in the church had a disagreement with a sister. So, you know, he tried to make amends. I'm sorry. And the sister was not hearing any of it. Yeah, so things got out of hand. He looked at the sister. 
I think she was the sister was demanding for another apology. They said, I don't lick a bowl twice. Yes. I'm not the type of man who will lick a bowl twice. Hey. <laughs> Is he a bowl or a woman? He said a woman. I don't lick a woman twice. Yes. If I'll lick you once, hey, don't look at me like that. I did. I'm only a reporter. Don't look at me like that. You see me, I'm even using bowl. He, he said, a woman. Yes. In the church, a brother in the church. Not a mukokoteni pusher. A brother in the church. Yes. A brother in a sensitive position. Yes. You see him throwing scriptures. You don't even believe in the scripture you are throwing. Yes. I don't lick a woman twice. There are things I have heard in the church that unbelievers will be shocked that church people can talk like this. Yes. Huh. Imagine you are being told, I don't lick a woman twice. So you lick once. <laughs> Maramoja. Maliza. Eish. Hey. And this is in the Bible. Not, not that I'm the one say. He says, if I am delayed. The pastor is saying, if I delay in coming, I want you, um, Timothy, Pastor Timothy, to know how people must conduct themselves in the household of God. One shepherd had a brother come in. And she wanted to show the brother she's a shepherd. Called the bride. He said, come, come here. Look at this one. Look at the trousers he's wearing. And started dressing, lambasting the brother right there. Today the brother is not in the church. The people who sack people sit in the church. They don't leave home. Oh, man. I said, the, the people who sack others, they have vowed that they will stay here. Yes, they will stay here to continue to sack others. To empty the church. Because if you talk as a leader that way to somebody, what do you expect the person to do? It's not that you've even called your sheep and you say, I don't like the, your trousers. You see, you can like something, you may not like something that one of your sheep is wearing. Yeah. Many of you, I don't like what you are wearing. <laughs> but I cannot come and say, look, 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 look at here, shouting. I can't do it. Yeah. It's a Sunday morning. You are looking like you are going to buy mutura. Apple, apple. <laughs> I may not like, but I can't just jump on you when you enter. He's like, look, look, look at, look at. I just, if I have to communicate, I teach. Yes. Yes, and the message will enter. You get the point now? Yes. So, there is a way to conduct. Conduct covers many things. Yes, conduct covers many things. It covers how you talk. It covers how you relate. It covers your conversation. Conduct is a whole lot. Do you understand? And there is a manner in which it must be done in the household of God. And then Paul said, 
This is the church of the living God, which is the pillar and foundation of the truth. So when you come to church, you have come so that we put some pillar in you. The pillar of truth. We raise some foundation in you. A foundation of truth. And it is in the church, people must be told the truth more than anywhere. You know, it's funny when politicians gather for national prayer and fasting day. <laughs> I, I find it as a very, I, I, it's a paradox. Yes. Like, it's a very weird thing for me yeah, to see thieves guarded. Yes. That they are fasting. No. Call the church, call the church, say national church and fasting day and look for pastors. Do you understand? To teach. No politician has the right to preach. Yes. The money to build hospitals is in somebody's account. And in a village somewhere, people are dying of common malaria. Then you gather for national prayer. Which God is meeting with you? There's no God. There's no God. It should be church, church day and fasting or something. I don't know. Yeah. What has even make it worse is that pastors have joined politicians to loot the nation. Yeah. So the closer you are to a politician as a pastor or a bishop, you know, you have gotten a breakthrough. Go and ask how much they organize that breakfast. Yeah, go and ask. How much is, is chai in, in a restaurant? If it's 200, go and ask how much chai they drank. Yes. Somebody has received millions. You understand? For common water and milk. But he said, God is supposed to come to that prayer meeting. Do you understand? Yes. And hear the nation. No. The church must lead the way. More than any uh, few places. I've been to few places in my life. And this is one of the places where the church is not recognized. Yes. And the church has no voice. And the church is looked down. And pastors are looked down. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So, the church is an important place. It is the church of the living God. If you sit in the church thinking you're doing something against me, I have never founded a church. Do you understand? No. By the grace of God, I've only been used to found and gather an assembly of believers who belong to the church of the living God. Anything you're doing, don't think you are hurting me as your pastor. This is the church of the living God, not my church. And the church is the pillar and the foundation of the truth. Glory to God. When you get angry at me and you want to punish me, come and ask me for my address. I'll give you. Locate me and punish me. Do you understand? But thinking 
that you will do something in the church. You will scatter the church. You will do this and then it will pain apostle. It's not my church. Paul was persecuting the church and he thought he was serving God until he encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus. And Jesus said, I am he whom thou persecutest. You can never persecute a pastor. You persecute the owner of the vision. Careful. So, we looked at, we're looking at the signs. Today, I want to complete it. But to do so, I want to know if you have the signs. Number one. Uh Uh-huh. You don't have the signs. Number one. You thought I won't ask you what you have learned. Every good teacher must always ask you, what did you learn? Yes, it's the mark of a good teacher. Number two, when they are under pressure, a leader or a church member who disappoints you when they are under pressure, all right? Number three, Moral weaknesses. Leaders or church members who have what? Moral weaknesses. Number four. Leaders or church members who have financial weaknesses. Yes. They have financial weaknesses. You cannot trust them with money. Oh yes. There are even people... Leaders who look for people to come in the church. You see the person seated in church, but he's a con man. He's a, let me first say this. I have not asked any of you in this church to contribute something or money. Listen, to anything you have not heard me say on the pulpit. Hear it. Let it enter your head. If somebody tells you, apostle knows about it, don't be a mumu. Don't be unfortunate. Don't be unfortunate. If you are told, apostle knows, come and ask me. I'm not an angel. I am here. Flesh and blood. Are you aware? And I will tell you, don't say, oh, they told me apostle knows about it. Then you lose money, then you point at the church, and then you say, oh, it's a church of con people. Do I look like a con man to you? (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah, there are people who have financial weaknesses. One day I fired, not one of my pastors here, but I've always been firing pastors in Ghana. I had a young man. I loved him. And I used to do crusades. Um, when I'm on holidays, I go to the village for outreach and crusades. And one day I didn't know this young pastor of mine had printed envelopes. And he was planning crusades plus church launch. Until one of the faithful church members brought me an envelope. And he went to all the people I know. And he told them, it's it's not today that 
people will use the pastor's or the leader's name. It's not new. And he said, um, those days I was called Brother Raymond. He said, Brother Raymond knows about it. Yes. And he distributed his envelopes far and near to anybody who could give him money. So he would buy his own set of instruments. And he was part of my crusade team. He was planning his own ministry. As I speak to you now, so when I got the envelope, I told him, you should have told me you wanted to start your church. I would have raised money for you and I would have released you, blessed you and released you. But this is not how to go about it. And I fired him. Today he's been, he's, he's still trying to start a church. He has the name of the church. But if you look for the church, you won't find it. Because many of you have a warped understanding of ministry. Yeah, You think, oh, I'll get out there and I'll get it done. <laughs> I'll get a hall, a meeting space. Just because I sent you to do one small center. A center you did that had 40 people. So when you see yourself, you're a potential bishop. You will know the difference when the president sends you as ambassador to America and you are accorded courtesies. And when you are no longer ambassador and you are going to America, you will know the difference. Yes. <laughs> when you are ambassador and you have your bags, they've wrapped them, nobody will touch it. Until you are no longer ambassador and they've appointed somebody and you are going, you say, I'm still ambassador. I'm sorry. When you get there, you see that the treatment is different. What I've survived is because I've been sent. And what you survive is because you have been sent. Yes. When you, you get up, yes. <laughs> you, you say you are what? Former ambassador. Do you have any letter? They call it credentials. Yeah. You take it to a country, you present it to the president, and you accorded every honor due a representative of a country, a sovereign country. Then you are no longer ambassador. And then you say, I'm going to America. I'll get the same honor, and I'll, I'll establish my own embassy. Do you understand? I used to work under Uhuru. I'm still ambassador. Yeah. But you see that there's a real ambassador there now. Do you understand? So some people, even though they are in the church, they have financial weaknesses. Yeah. They can use my name to make you buy them breakfast. <laughs> Let me say what I have to say. Because some of you, no matter the teaching, when I know they listen, when I know they listen. Yes. When I know they listen, then you come back. Hey, is that church? The church is you and me. Is you and me. Do you understand? The church is you and me. People can use my name and you buy them lunch. Yes. The people who used to work in my office use my name a lot. Yeah. Yes. Apostle has said, yeah, they use my name a lot. Yeah. Apostle has said, buy me breakfast. (laughs) 
if I want you to contribute, if my pastors have not told you to a pesa for A or B, or we have not stood here to tell you, any deal you do is your own dealings. I had a church member. He was a man. And then I had another church member. She was a woman. The woman was a Kikuyu woman. So when she came to church, she brought me church members. About 15 to 20 church members. By her own initiative, she brought them. Then I traveled to Ghana one time. I was in Ghana and my pastor called me. Apostle. You see, when I go to Ghana, I go to rest. Yeah, so I, I go to eat, I go to have sex, and then I go to sleep. <laughs> so, I was not having sex. Don't ask me if when the call came, I was not having sex. So, I got a call, Apostle. You have to intervene. Then, my pastor mentioned sister this has arrested brother this. Ah. Me, I'm having my peaceful time, you know, and there's a way I feel when I'm home. Yes. When, I, when I'm here, I'm like a soldier in Lumumbashi forest with a gun. Uh, who wants to kill me? But when I'm home, I'm free. You get the point. So my peaceful environment was being disturbed. Intervene. Brother, so so and so is being arrested of something I know nothing about. These two church members had met. They had discussed a container business. The woman had given this church member one million shillings with the promise that he knew somebody at the port who was going to help clear container that has CGE what and then they will make this amount of pro- I'm talking of to those of you with secret dealings in the church. And then the, when the money was given to the brother, the brother said he paid whoever he should pay and whoever he paid also said they paid whoever and then they all went under. So now you are owing a Kikuyu woman one million. Where is Apostle Accra? What is he doing? He's having sex. (laughs) And then my church member is now in police cells. So when the woman arrested him, my pastor got very, she didn't know what to do. She called me. So I called the woman and I wanted to, you know, mediate and all. The next minute, that woman brought about 15 to 20 of my church members. They were all in the church. She called all of them and said, the altar in that church is not a good altar. Which altar? The altar in the church. In one instance, I lost about 20 members because my altar was not good. My altar was not good. One million discussion. I was not anywhere near it. I knew nothing about it. So, 
When the money disappeared, the woman picked herself, called all the people she brought to church, and they left the church. Then she started a campaign against the altar. If you are reasonable, what has the church got to do with your private secret dealings? Nothing. I didn't even recommend a brother to the woman. That, oh, you know, you can do. How they knew that two of them can do business, only God knows. Yes. Where they met to discuss, I was not there. But you see, some people sit in the church and they have financial weaknesses. Some people sit in the church and they are looking for money. And they find the members of the church gullible. Easy targets. So, I am saying to you, be sure you know what you are doing. Are you listening to me? Before you involve the church, next I hear Frank has stopped coming to church. I have not offended Frank. I have not taught a point that he didn't like. But somebody told him to put money into something and the money has disappeared. So now he thinks the church is a bad church. When I ask you for media offering, you don't give me. I have many things I can do with my church members. I don't involve my church members. Careful. Are you listening to me? Some people have financial weaknesses. Some people sit in the church and they can borrow. Oh, today is going to be hot. See, you should have prayed for me to stay at home again. There are some people, they come to church to borrow. I had a church member, she was a master borrower. Oh, she was a master borrower. And when she wanted to borrow, you should see how nice she was with the people she was going to borrow. Then once she gets the money, and then it's time to pay. My God, she's like a wicked stepmother. From the stairs, if she meets the person, you think that they fought last night. And they have come to continue fighting. All because somebody's money is with her. And she will come and sit in the church. I am telling you that the church is a big hospital. Some people are recovering addicts from Bangi. Some are now entering Bangi addict. Some people are recovering from alcohol. Some people are recovering from uh, womanizing. Some people are recovering from prostitution. Some people are recovering from madness. Real madness. Real madness. I said real madness. (laughs) You get the point now. So, don't sit in the hospital on the same bench. And stop make you may be making a deal with a madman. <laughs> it's a huge hospital. Are you listening to me? Yes. That is why in the hospital they identify doctors, they wear uniform. Then 
the nurses, they have uniforms. The pharmacies, they have, and then the patients come with their different colors. You can sit on a bench and you are not discussing your sickness with another patient. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You get the point now. Yeah. So the doctor is the best person to tell you, oh, the one who left my office, that one is suffering from madness. If he left my office and then he saw you and said, Jaber. And then you enter my office smiling, apostle. He has just called me Jaber. And he's so nice looking. Have you met mad people who don't look like mad people? Then I'm the doctor with my stethoscope. I'm going to tell you, hey, he's a madman. Oh, don't believe anything he has said. Sometimes you see my pastors will come when somebody is talking to you, especially the sisters. A brother is talking. He said, hey, don't listen to what he's saying. No. You see, that's the doctor. And he knows that this one is a mad boy. Yes. But some of you sisters, una no go listen. All these lady pastors every day, don't listen to this one. Who should I listen to? Listen to your pastor. They don't want us to marry. Someone is pointing to you, his patient. Do you understand? He knows the medical history of his patient. Careful, you are there arguing. How can he be a mad boy? Eh? Look at his beard, the way he loves me. And he's, the way he said, Jaber, butterflies entered my stomach. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> and I've told you, some people, they will suck you from the church. And they'll sit here. Yeah. Some brothers, they'll sleep with you and break your heart. You will leave the church. They'll be here looking for customer number 10. When I teach you, don't listen to me. You don't listen to me. They find it easy to find girls outside. They find it easy or difficult to find girls. When they come to church, so the Christian sisters, once you tell them you marry them, they believe you. Yes. Once you give them one scripture that the Lord has told me, you know, yes. Yeah. I, if you're going to propose your brother, you are using the Lord has told you, you're a fool. Mm-mm. I feel in my spirit. Feel in my spirit. The Lord has shown me. No. The Lord is not good. Listen, listen, listen. Prophet. You are not even a prophet. I don't even want to talk about prophetic. You are not even a prophet. Do you understand? Yes. A prophet can see something. Yes. And tell you. But majorly, it has to be, I love you. And then you have to be sure he loves you. Yes. Some of you, you sit here like recovered patients. You have endured five broken hearts in the church. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I've endured several that you are still in the church is a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> so, Quara, 
<laughs> you go back to the market. Do you know somebody who has showered and gone back to the market? If I stand here and I, sh- I point to you, this brother is like that. He has already broken three hearts. You see, apostle, apostle, apostle. But we are the ones who are also healing the broken hearts. Hey. Some brothers, they come to me and they said, I like sister so, so, and so. And the way they tell me is, you think that tomorrow, tomorrow, they are going to marry their sister. Until I've seen and realized that they were doing bookings. So this brother has seen that if I don't book Jackie, Titus is hovering around. John chapter 5 before I enter the water another entered before me so before that happens let me book I want to marry you so sisters let me give you the new format Yes, in case you don't have 2.0 format I'm giving you the new 2.0 format I want to marry you yes and I have decoded it. It is bookings. Yes. Yes. I have been young like you. And I know that it is difficult to keep your erection when you love a sister. And you have told her, I want, I love you. And I want, I know how difficult it is. Do I look like a new knock? So you are in the church when we are praying in tongues. And you have been dating for three years. Should I show you your sexual calendar? Should I show you your sexual calendar? (laughs) Should I show you your sexual calendar? Should I show you your sexual calendar? You should be the pastor. I should be serving you water. Yes. I, the way you have, you have been in a four-year relationship and you are holy. I should, you should be the pastor. I should be bringing you water. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I said you should be the pastor. I should be bring. I should, uh, Pastor Unataka Maji. I should bring you Maji. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. For several years, I've taught in a church. Several years. Yes. You have no business dating anybody if you are not planning to marry in the next year, maximum, the next two years. I said, this is the church of the living God. The pillar and the foundation of the truth. Any marriage 
that is precipitated by fornication. Like you, you both, because of five years dating. I'm looking at you and I'm teaching it. You see, the marriage will, may happen. I'm not a prophet of doom. It may happen. Yes, but you have already removed all the sweetness. So, it failed before it started. Vivian, are you listening to my teaching? Yeah. It failed before it started. Yes. I said it failed before it started. Because now when you see you have formalized everything, you, there's something you're looking for. Yes. Love is like a drug. Yeah. You want another higher version of it. You want to be wild. You want to go higher. Then you realize that there's no more height. Imesha. That's why there must be a lot of mystery between you before you get married. A lot of mystery. Even you, the man, let me tell you, if you have a sister who comes, cook for you, arranges your clothes, your clothes, your socks, everything, and you marry the sister, you will still not be happy. Enjoy life as a bachelor. You, 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 you go to town, you realize you wore the red and the blue socks. Then when you now marry, she organizes your socks. Yes. You see the difference. Do you understand? And even that will draw a sense of responsibility. You have now a different... Some of you, your status is the same. You were married at 19. Yes, I'm looking at you. Yeah, you're married at 19. Yes. Yeah. At this stage, Stano has a girl who washes his boxes. <laughs> Do you understand? Then he ends up marrying the same girl. Where is the joy? Where is the pleasure? After you've eaten Gideri for 27 years, now there's a woman who cooks warm food. You go home. You eat. Those are the joys of marriage. You see, don't, don't empty the account before money enters it. And this is the message the brothers don't like. Yeah, I see them looking at me. Yeah, don't empty the account. Do, do you understand? Titus, do you understand? Don't empty the account. Yes. Now when you go looking for money, I couldn't pay her. So, two things people have in the church. Moral weaknesses and financial weaknesses. As I've combined these two. Yes. If you don't encounter somebody with financial weakness, you encounter somebody with a moral weakness. If they don't borrow money, they'll borrow your heart. <laughs> and wreck it. Are you listening to me? Yes. When a brother comes and tells you, I told Apostle about you, ask him, what did he say? 
before you use my name to have sex. <laughs> you get a point now. Yeah. <laughs> and we always teach this in this church. Until we have young men marrying. Until we see young men with their wives and they are not just coexisting, they are happy. We'll teach it. We'll teach it. Yes. And when you marry two and you are misbehaving, we'll straighten you. This is why the church exists. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Me, I find it difficult to correct married people that I was not involved in their marriage. Yeah, I mean, when the two of you come, I, 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 what do I tell you? I don't know the foundation. But if I know him, I know you, and you marry, and then you have issues, I will sit there dispassionately, yes, and break it down the middle. Do you understand? Yeah. If you are the wife, you are being a fool, I'll tell you, watch your jinga, wait, wait. Yeah. I'll tell you, play. You got a point? Yeah, because I'm talking to my children. Yes. I'm 17 years, going on to 17 years, married. It's not a joke. Yeah. Some of you are dating. They are carrying your bag. You are happy. (laughs) You think that is it. (laughs) Careful. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? (laughs) Audrey? (laughs) You don't know. My wife cannot ask me to carry her bag. (laughs) For what for? (laughs) Since when? <laughs> Careful. <laughs> if you take the teachings to heart, you will make the right decisions. Do you understand? Yes. <laughs> Almost all secret datings in the church have never ended well. Yes. I've only had to I look, there are people I've seen in the church. I say, I say, huh, they have been visited. Yes. Yeah. One day I look at one sister and said, How long have you been dating brother so so and so? It's you who think that we are blind. Do you understand? That me, your pastor, I am so blind. That I don't know anything. You understand? He doesn't know. Hey, do you want me to tell you what I know? <laughs> Let me tell you something about me. If I don't know, eh, God will orchestrate a situation for me to get to know. I used to close my church members. I tell them, go home. Go home. Prayer warriors and sister warriors will not go home. They'll go and sit in Lithuli Avenue. They'll chat into the night. They thought they were hiding until one day, Kanjo, I'm a police, I'm a Shikauyu. <laughs> I may not know prophetically, but God will orchestrate a way the whole thing will just. You see, then you call the police station. One guy, he called the police station. 
Do you understand? He called the police station and he told them he has weed in his house. Like he has smoked his own stuff and he called the police to report himself. Do you understand? The bangi entered the upper chambers and he called the police. In fact, no, he called them to tell them he cannot find his uh, drugs. Yes. <laughs> So when they called me to now report themselves, they start by apostle, I know you have told us over and over again. I remember you saying that we should go home, but I don't know why I didn't listen. I was with brother so so and so. Now they have called the police station to report they cannot find their bangi. <laughs> I'll just be in my corner and you will make the call. Yes. When they are going to places at night, I'm not there. But they will call me, Apostle, I have something to confess. I know you have wondered severally. I am not there. But you will make, you call the police station. Yes. One day, a sister became some way. She became some way because she was planning to build a mall. Do you know a mall? So one day I came to church and I was teaching. (laughs) So I went to the scriptures and the Holy Spirit said, teach the church that he that hasted to be rich. Do you understand? The person who is in a hurry to become rich. And and I stood there. And I stood there. I stood there. I stood there. I talked about you are in a hurry to be rich. After the service, the next day, the person called the police station. Do you understand? And told me, I have bangi here, but I cannot find my bangi. And I told the sister, what you have in your house is danger. Get the box. Say box. Get it out to a box. I said, do it right now before you get into trouble. Her bangi has gotten missing. When I say bangi, do you understand? <clears throat> she called the police station. Yes. No, the scripture in, I think, Timothy. Yeah. Shall fall into diverse temptations. Yes. This sister had already gone to look for hundreds of acres of land. She was already talking to investors on the phone. Do you understand? What I don't understand about my church members is this one thing. When good things begin to happen to them, why they suddenly think that they must have an no, they must have a posture of us against the pastor is what I don't understand. Because I'm the one here doing 
turning point. Oh Lord, oh Lord, fire, Holy Ghost, I'm the one. Then when the breakthrough comes, they act like we are enemies. They act like, oh, you know, he can quenda uko. <laughs> he can jump into Lake Victoria. It is greed. You, you want to enjoy alone, I know. Yes. But don't make it look like we are fighting. Yes, because if you get your own money, you want to eat it alone, can I force you? Some of you, when you cook ugali, you close the door before you eat. (laughs) Have you died from closing the door and eating the ugali alone? You have not died. (laughs) You get the point now. (laughs) So the sister called the police station. Yeah. And reported, she narrated, hey, hey, the sister had gone foul. Partners were coming to Kenya. You are too new. Foreign investors. Up to today, when I warn people, this doesn't look good, this doesn't look good, this they, they don't believe me. Yeah. Yeah. Some people think that. I should stick to prophesying. Please come. I see a lot of people don't know that part of the prophetic gift is discernment. Yes. It's discernment. If, you, if you're a prophet, if you have a prophetic gift, one of the things you have is the gift of discernment. Yes. Careful. So, financial, that one I had to stay there. Financial weakness. You get a point now? Huh? Because some of you soon, you'll be leaving the church because you can't find your money. And I'm just telling you that, remember, the church doesn't know anything about your business. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Has no knowledge of your business. Careful. Even when we know people try to steal from each other. There's a tower on Awin's Kodek Road. When the tower didn't exist, I prayed for that tower to exist. My church member was the one going to do the project with the landowner. And he brought the proposal to my table. I spent hours praying, praying. Then the investor joined the... When these people signed the contract, then they started... I'm talking of people I knew. They started now seeing how they can chanuka the other person. Until the owner of the land felt very uncomfortable with the whole happening and he pulled out. Somebody else came, met with the land owner, they built the tower on Awin's Kodak Road with the same name I prayed I prayed for, prayed for, prayed for because it's stuck here. Yes. So even when we know, human beings still find a way to cheat one another. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to be very careful. The church is a big hospital. Do you understand? Some of my patients are not here today. 
<laughs> Do you understand? Some of my patients are not here today. Huh? <laughs> Careful. Yeah, so those are very important things you need to know, even though we've talked about it. Leaders who are worldly. That's number five. Number six, leaders who think that they can do what you're doing better than you can. Wow. Number seven. The person is prepared to attack his own father or senior in ministry. Number eight. Number nine. Trained or retrained in the ministry. All right. When somebody joins your vision and they are humble enough, they must be humble for you to retrain them so that they can suit your purpose. Do you get it? Even if you work at the bank and you come and say, I want to be a pastor, you still have to be trained. Do you get it? Yeah. If you are a supervisor somewhere, don't bring your supervisory powers and say, I cannot stop. I've, oh, I know what I'm... You don't know anything. Do you understand? You must be trained again to suit the vision. Amen? How many is that? Nine. Number ten? Awesome. Number eleven? A persistently stormy marriage. Amen? Sometimes when we are going to the washroom, we find you fighting with your husband. You know, it's like, kill a siku. Kona. Yeah. Number 12. <laughs> they are very irritated, very reactionary every time you correct them. Number 13. Gives excuses and continually justifies himself. 14. A person who does not keep promises. 15. Yeah, there's people, they're always auditioning for promotion and recognition. All right? Number 16, person, an unknown factor. 17, 18, yes, they don't say amen, they don't smile whilst you're preaching. Yeah. It's like, we, I don't get what you are saying. Careful. That is a sign that the person is here, but doesn't belong here. Are you listening to me? When the same person goes down to the Vibanda, you think that he and the Vibanda guy, they come from the same village. <laughs> you get the point now. But in the church... The person gives you a very, and many of you, when you came to church, and some of you still, you have this cold stare. Cold stare. I don't know why it's like that. You know? I have, I have invited many pastors from West Africa. When they come, they get frightened. At least the first, second day, they get very frightened. They 
how many times have I sat in my office assuring a guest preacher that they were blessed? Hear what I said? <laughs> like the guest preacher is asked, Apostle, were your people blessed? Were your people blessed? Because when they look at the church, the people were just looking at them like, so now, after the person has ministered and done whatever, I have to sit in the office and assure the guest preacher, man of God, I'm telling you, they were blessed. <laughs> it's like somebody showers, dresses up, leaves their house, and they tell themselves, I am going, let him try and impress me today. But I will not be impressed. Have you seen comedy shows where there's a comedian up the stage? He's making people laugh, and the camera shows one guy, and the guy is like, So why did you go there? You left your house, you, you bought tickets. Yes. In Nigeria, some of the tickets are about. One million naira. High table, VIP table. There are even VIP tables for five million naira. You've paid five million naira to sit there and act. What's he saying? That's a wrong posture. When you come to church, you must come with a disposition that says, Lord, bless me. Use the teacher to bless my life. Not, hmm, whatever is he say, unless it makes sense, I'm not even going to say amen. You can preach a sermon for two hours and the person has not said amen. Why did you come to church? Careful. It's about to go down. When I appoint pastors, I have to tell my church members when the pastor says praise the Lord you must say hallelujah. When the pastor says amen, you must say amen. Hey! Why did you leave your house? By now you should be watching one soap opera. Yeah. Where Jose has no shirt on. At least that is what impresses you. When you see Alejandro without shirt. And Alejandro is on the horse. That's what you like. You know what shocks me about women is there are men seated by them. They are not impressed with them. They are impressed with a man in a television box. That they will never meet. They will never shake his hands. They will never even get a hug from him. And there's a brother seated by her trying to say, oh, Jackie, Jackie. And, oh, wait, 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 wait. Ah. Hmm. and then she puts that face on. When will, how will you get married with this attitude of I am not easily impressed? I'm not easily moved. I'm not moved. I'm not moved at all. At all. Huh. You, you've got to try better than that. You know? You've got to try better. Try harder. Try harder. Huh. 
Hey, let me tell you, ladies, there is no Alejandro for you. Mwangi is here for you. Otieno is here for you. Wafula is here for you. Stop waiting for Alejandro. Mutua is waiting for you to just smile at him. When you see Titus, he doesn't look like Alejandro. Are you listening to me at all? So stop. Some of you are so corrupted. We don't know what to do with you. You're too corrupted. Some of you are in love with movie stars that are already married. (laughs) No be witchcraft with that. Are you listening to me? Mwangi is here. You don't even say hello, Mwangi. You are busy following Jose's uh, Facebook fan, fan, Jose fans. Somebody is listening to me. And you have used Jose as screensaver. You are publicly telling everybody, my man crash. Men don't behave in that nonsense manner. We don't have that time. She's only in the television, finito. Yes, we we don't have that time. Yes. That's why we will choose you. You are the one here. We choose you. You are what we see. Yes. Then you see many sisters, that's why they have high expectations that are not real. Yes. They have high expectations that are not real. Yes. They have unrealistic expectations. Some of you sisters, you have unrealistic romantic expectations. So you see that you start looking down on what God has given you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those who talk like that are the worst. Yeah. It has to be like that. Otherwise, nah. Yeah. I want to say some things, but. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. <laughs> so those of you who sit down to be impressed, you know, you want somebody to come and sweep me off my feet. What are you? <laughs> Let's talk about what are you? 
If he doesn't kneel down and ask for my hand in my... Hey, me, if you are my son, listen, if you are my son, and I see you doing that nonsense, eh, I will never respect you again. You see, the reason I'm saying this is very simple. If you knelt down to get her, you should continue kneeling in the marriage. What pretense is that? It is the sisters that must kneel and then we put the ring on your hand. You don't believe what I'm saying? Yes. Pastor, you see, you're always trying to change what you cannot change. In the relationship, the woman is commanded to be submissive. Kneeling is a posture of submission. So when you kneel and I put the ring, you are telling me I will be submitted to you for the rest of my life. Not I kneel. Then tomorrow I say, hey, Rhoda, Maji. There is an agenda to make men weak and to make men look foolish and it should not and you see for you the ladies you think yeah once once in a while we should it's not even good for you the women to have a weak man in your life is not even good for you you may think it's good for you but it's not good for you you think you'll be happy super happy but you'll be the saddest woman on god's green planet This week on Twitter, what shocked me was a video of a young man who was kneeling down, being beaten by a girl standing on a table, and another brother taking the video and laughing as the girl was chapping the the boy or the man into submission with belt. Yes. Yes. And Kenyan women, you like to be on top. That's why you are not happy. You like to be in control. That's why many of you women are not happy. Me, I'll teach if you like leave the church. Allow the man to be the man in your life and be led. That is where you'll be the most happy. I'm you. The God who created you is not foolish. Worse, he has put a curse on you. All women here are cursed. Because of what Eve did. You are seated here cursed and you are trying to go against God's curse. He said, because of what you have done. The man shall rule over you and your desires shall be unto your husband. 
Thy desire shall be to thy, and he shall rule over thee. A happy home is the one, your husband. Is it, and some of you are too young to act like you are in your 70s and married. If you're young, your husband comes from work. Where is his hug? Well, so let me g- get your bag. Uh, but we all came from work. Yes, you got home before he got home. Submission. I listen. Is it, and some, especially low women. I wasn't going to go there, but I saw somebody. Let me stand. Let me stand correctly. Especially low women. Low women want to command. They want to be in charge. They want the man sit down, and he should sit. I'm curing you. If you like, don't come to church next week. You see, Alvina, I've been here for too long to not know what I'm talking about. Yes. Low women are stubborn. Ungovernable. Hey. So if you're marrying one, you have to be an alpha male. Yes. Yes. Like, I love you, but I'm not going to allow you to bring this nonsense here. Uh-huh. You'll be successful. Yes. I <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> you want me to go there? Another, another, listen, if you don't check these things, you see, you'll just be one unhappy girl. Yes. And it's not even that the brother doesn't love you, he loves you. But he doesn't love your nonsense. Yes. He doesn't love your nonsense. Sometimes I fear when I see some of the sisters we have. I fear for the brothers. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to teach what I believe should change for some of you to be truly happy and successful. The thing about low women is they know too much. Yes. And the Bible says knowledge puffeth up. So their knowledge puffs them up. She's going to tell you how things are done. And her high expectations. Careful. All the low sisters are angry. All my pastors are low. So they can't be angry. If you marry a Kalenjin woman, she will build a house and you don't know the house exists. 
she will use another challenging brother and build a house. And you will not know the house exists. True or not true? You don't know. <laughs> I've been around too long to not know. You got a point? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Careful. So sometimes I see my the brothers in the church and I can tell they are suffering. Yeah. And they're suffering from the sisters. Yes. If you ask brothers to give you their prayer point, it will be about help me pray apostle for this girl. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Careful. True or not true? (laughs) Do you know who I think are the best types of husbands in Kenya? Or like men who make the best husbands in Kenya? Do you want to know men that make the best husbands in Kenya? If I tell you, you will not even believe it. <laughs> even if I say it, you will not believe it. Yeah. yeah. If I say it, you won't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop promoting yourself. You do want to know the men who made the best husbands in Kenya. Yeah. It's Kamba men. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You say, ah, no. Hold on. Let me tell you why. <laughs> you disagree. This one who is disagreeing doesn't want one woman. You see, I know where your mind went when I said what I said. This one who is disagreeing, he wants three wives. He'll be very happy. Do you understand? Yes. Let me use somebody to say what I want to say. Kohana that is disagreeing, I'll tell you why he's disagreeing. Or Mandela that is disagreeing, I'll tell you why he's disagreeing. He he doesn't want wife number two or wife number three, but he wants four side chicks. (laughs) Because everywhere he's going, he's going with his sweet mouth. He will call every girl Jaber, Jaber, except his own wife. <laughs> I can go on and on. I can prove my case. Yes. I should have been in the debating club. <laughs> Careful. You, you are even women, but you don't even know what you want in marriage. (laughs) 
Careful. <laughs> Careful. Anyway. Yeah, they are very easy going. Yes. Very easy going. And understanding. And it, what you need for a marriage to succeed is understanding. Yes. When Kalenjin men have affairs, you will never know till they die. Yes. The thing with a Kalenjin man is secrecy. Conniving. Yes. Careful. <laughs> Peter, you don't believe what I'm teaching. You seem to have another opinion. <laughs> Careful. Ah. Anyway, you'll find what is due you. Some of you, God will give you husbands according to your kind. <laughs> yes. Receive what will make you happy. Say amen. I said receive what will make you happy. You must be happy. Number 19, a person who does not take notes when you are preaching. And we have plenty of them. Look around. See somebody. Have you seen somebody around? Yeah. Fortune. Do you have your notebook? Are you sure it's not for Valerie? It's yours. Okay. <laughs> now you must be writing, okay? <laughs> Fortune and I have an agreement from today. Yes. <laughs> Number 20. A person who is not faithful. Awesome. 21. I'm rounding up the teaching on this. That's why we're going over the points. Number 22. They don't attend certain meetings. Rehearsals is too much. If they will not accept for me not to come to rehearsals, then let me just watch Aikai. Mm. Tuesday. I'm not able to come on Tuesday. Who should come and dance on Tuesday? Your ghost? Let's talk about that. Conferences. I am not into conferences. Conventions. I'm on my way to the village. This weekend, I have to be in the village. I'm going to the village. Huh? My shosho has a cough. I must go to the village. Amen? Yeah? There are people I know, rain or shine, they'll be here. Yes. And then there are people, it doesn't have to rain. And it doesn't have to be shine. They have decided, Tuesdays I'm not coming. Yes. Organize church Kesha. I'm not coming. Careful. It's a sign. Alright. Number 21. A leader or church member who does not 
pay tithes and offerings. Number 22. Oh, that's where I was. Oh, so I jumped 21. All right, 23. Wrong decisions. Number 24. They did not choose to do. Amen. I didn't choose to wear black and white today. Today, actually, I feel like wearing a purple. My lawyer things have come. <laughs> and the leader says, uniform, black and white. I am surprised that in this church, we have to fight over uniform. I, I, hey, you are wicked, oh. I'm telling you, you are wicked. On your way home from here today, I am sure you will see other church members in their nice uniforms. You will admire them. You would love it. And you would wish you were such a uniform. Then come to your church. Dancing stars today. We are dressing like um, soldiers. You are wearing camouflage. Connie, what is camouflage? What is camouflage? What is camouflage? When we close here, listen, I even see Legion Maria church members and I wish I was their pastor. Are you saying you don't see other people? You, sometimes you even ask yourself, this may be choristers, this may be ashes. You ask yourself. But come to, you see, that's where you don't get it. You brighten the corner where you are. Instead of being in this house and looking into the other house and say, look at their television screen. Why don't you get some in your corner? That's how come we are not successful to even keep some of you in ministry groups. Yet tomorrow, the same guy arguing with the pastor about wearing uniform is going to wear overall. How do you call that? I have plenty. I wear them when I'm looking after my dogs. What are they, what are, no, in Swahili. Overalls. Tomorrow, he's going to wear overall written KBS security. And he's going to be happy he's wearing it. Come to the church and it's a fight. That should tell you something and I'm going to be blunt with you. The devil has entered you to make sure the church doesn't prosper and he's using you. Pharaoh says, well, hey, there are sisters here. They are work. They are required to wear short skirt. They wear it up to here. Oh, yeah. Yes. Pharaoh, Pharaoh is immoral. He wants to see a girl walking like this. <laughs> so, what is this you have worn? Go and get some nice skirt. So she's going to work and she's walking like something is wrong with her because the skirt is so short. 
come to church, look nice. Some of you, if we allow you, you wear crocs to come and stand here. I'm teaching. Listen, anything you see, you admire, and you don't have. If I see something in a church, I admire it. I come to my church. It's not there. Wisdom says I teach until I get it. I teach. I fight until I get it. You are not the poorest man in Kenya. Can you stop being used by the devil to fight the vision? the truth. That's the truth. You know, if you feel like, no, I cannot be wearing uniform every Sunday, why don't you become one of those people who helps to have very beautiful uniforms so you don't feel lefted out? <laughs> you see, it is witches in one house that have conspired unknown to themselves that we will not allow anybody to prosper in this house. Are you aware? Yeah. Put crabs. Do you know crabs? Do you know crab? How do you call it in Swahili? <laughs> crab. Crab. This one has beaten you. Crab. Hey. But uh, Tobias, what is crab? <laughs> car. Car. Put cars in a bucket. Do you understand? Oh, car. In a bucket. What is the goal of one car? Is to get out of that bucket. And what does he do? He will not allow the others to get out. As one is getting out, he'll pull one down. So at the end of the day, few car get out of a bucket. You may go and come back. You just find one or two outside. Yes. And a lot of times, that's the mindset with which people sit in a church. Many of you don't know that a prospect church is your own prosperity. Yeah, you don't know it. You don't know it. There are people who sack people from the church. They don't know that a church with different kinds of people. There are people who come to me and they need something. I don't call um, state house. I never call state house. I call church members. Oh, one of my members need this. Are you able? Can you, can you help? So the church prospering, doing well is also your prosperity. You may not believe it. Some of you, the person who has helped you to get a job came from the church. So if the person was not in the church. So when I see, when I close now and I finish whatever I have to do and I'm going, I'll see other church members. I'll see them. I don't have to be, I don't have to imagine, oh, what nice church members. I want them in my church. So, people
people who don't like to do things that they did not choose to do. I only do it if I choose to do it. Again, that trait will affect many things in your life. You can't be a soldier. You are told, go here. You have to go. You don't choose, oh, I want to rather go to this country. You don't choose. Do you understand? You don't choose. You don't choose. So, I want you to know that if you're going to help build a church, learn that I will be told things that I don't want to do, but I am a soldier. Do you get it? Wear red tie. You say today I don't feel like seeing red. Red is not my color. Do you understand? Then you, you come with yellow tie. Yellow tie amongst red ties. Meanwhile, we know you. I said, meanwhile, we know you. When you need to get something done, you will move heaven and earth and get it done for yourself. The only reason you're giving excuses is because deep down in you is the spirit of rebellion. I do not want to be told, wear t-shirt. I don't want to be told, wear black shirt. Now the message is hot. And I'll advise you, if you feel like that, right? Just sit down, Kule. Yes. I'm going to fight for the choir to grow. I'm going to fight for the dancing stars to grow. Yeah, but I don't want it to grow with your kind. Yeah. Yeah. One day we should have a choir when they stand here. Do you understand? Yes. Me, when I have, if I have money, when I get, let me not say if, when I get money, eh? The things I'll do in a church. Yeah. Then I still have a choir that looks like they were brought from under the bridge. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. Dancing stars. They look like this morning the leader went around Mudurwa <laughs> to wake them up from under the bridge. No. Make a little sacrifice. Make a little sacrifice. Are you listening to me? Some of you have no sense of, I don't want to say sense of fashion. But then you see, somebody also have to train you. There are some people when they came to this church, they've never worn formal shoes before. Do you know formal shoes? Like a closed shoe, like this. They never have. They've worn sneakers for the last 20 years. They've worn jeans to wear like a normal trousers, like this. Hey, no. But you see, become somebody who can be molded. You can be molded. You can be what? Molded. Are you listening to me? 
Some sisters have not even wore straight dress before. Do you know straight dress? Do you know straight dress? Every time they are in jeans. I think their father came up with jeans. So the day the leader says, today the choir is wearing, we're wearing a straight, ah, wahala day. One woman was in the choir and one day the leader said they had to wear skirt suit and it was a war because she said that she has long legs. So to find a trousers that fits her long, is it you, again, that will be an opportunity to, for you to learn something. Do you know what you learn? Consideration. We are all short. You are tall. Twenty of us are short. One, you alone, you are tall. So what do you do? You come down to our level. You are part of a group. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you learn to adjust. We are not blaming you that you, are, you have long legs. We are only saying, Charlie, accommodate us the short choir members. Let us not, do not let 20 of us change to suit one of you. Are you aware that you're going to cook food in your marriage that you don't like cooking? I think LP Lisa was the one teaching. What was the name of that food? Gatuero. You're going to cook Gatuero. Because somebody's delight is Gatuero. Do you understand? You, me, I only cook fish. In this style, fish. <laughs> me, I only eat termites. <laughs> and this man, he doesn't see termites as food. <laughs> I think they also eat termites in Uganda. Right? Yeah. Chiswa. Are you aware that there are things you're going to do that you do not like to do? Are you aware? You don't like showering. Are you aware you're going to shower whether you like it or yes? (laughs) Otherwise, stay in your father's house. Is it all these things will a company will employ you? Then you go with that rigidity. You know, I cannot change. I cannot bend. You, you, that's you are fired. You get another job tomorrow. You are fired. And what is costing you is rigidity. I am a perpetual late comer. The organization say we don't like late comers. You said no. Have you mentioned your name? Are you aware? You see, life is not how some of you are seeing it. 
I sleep at 3 a.m. Your husband says, come to bed at 9 p.m. You are going to go to sleep. In fact, stay in the bed and be tossing. At least you are there. I do a lot of marriage counseling when I'm teaching. I don't know if you know. A lot of girls don't know that it's annoying for your husband. He's expecting you in bed. And then you are at the hall watching Alejandro. You do things you don't want to do. Yeah. So in the church, the same is here. There are things you don't like, but you have to do them. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Nobody is your enemy. Turn to your neighbor and say, I have realized that nobody is your enemy in this church. (laughs) Number 25. A person who poises you about others. 26. A leader who is not prepared to be birthed into the philosophy, the standards, the vision, the procedures, and the spirit of the house. After a little while in the church, we should see you as a Love Springs member, not an odd member. Yes. There are members I know, they have remained the same since they joined this church. Nothing has changed. That's why I say that sometimes some parents don't even believe that this person goes to church. Yes. When you come to church, after a while, we should see changes in how you, you are. Yeah. Careful. Number 27. A person who manipulates his way into leadership without serving his way into that leadership position. Number 28. With other church members. Amen. Yeah. When you see such a leader, that's a disloyal person. Yeah. Some of you, you are too big. Once, let's share the grace. We haven't even finished sharing the grace. You are down by the door. Naenda. Yeah. Yeah. You, you already start making calls. We haven't finished sharing the grace. Yes. We've just reached the love of God. Oh. Your bag is out. Amen. Yeah. If you're a leader, you must learn how to hang around and interact. Careful. 29. A leader who has a Jezebel for a wife. My God. Hmm. If you are not careful and you marry Jezebel, worse for you is if you are called into ministry. Yeah, it will affect you. Yes. Jezebel likes position. So, for example, if I have Pastor Edwin here, another male pastor. Um, um, James is my pastor. Then the wife will say, Are you sure you are useful in that church? 
It has been two years and you have never stood there to preach to the church. Is it Jezebel is talking to him? Yeah, just, you see, you may see this as nothing, but you see, the ambitions of most men is awoken in them in an evil way by an ambitious wife that they married. Macbeth would have waited for his prophecy to manifest. You will be king over Scotland. That's the prophecy the witches gave Macbeth. The wife, Lady Macbeth, says, take it now. What betides you if you marry a Jezebel? Some of you, if you marry a Jezebel, your own mother is not allowed to come to your house. Now it's hot. You're you're not going to say amen. You joke with what I'm teaching you. Um, excuse me, um, next time you want to come around here, please at least call to inform me that you're coming and so that we, we, we know how to organize. A woman who gave birth to her son should call you before she comes to her son's house. Now, I'm not encouraging mother-in-laws to be also always your, you to where, where is your husband? <laughs> I'm not encouraging that. But I'm saying that if she feels like seeing her son, why would you stand against her coming to see her son? You see, let me tell you, brothers, watch this. If you're a man, watch this. If you allow your wife to treat your mother, the man I'm describing it, watch this. It doesn't end there. When your son marries, she's going to do damage to her son's marriage. Ask me how. Because she knows what kind she was to her mother-in-law. If you want to be a blessed wife, Allow your husband to love the mother. Take care of the mother. Listen, this woman took care of a man for 20 something years. You just came the other day. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Ah, you don't say amen now. Hey. The wives are not saying Amen. my mother were alive, I will not need my wife's permission to give her anything. (laughs) Never. And neither will I stop my wife from blessing her mother. Never. I am a husband, but I'm also a father. My son is going to grow. He wants to bless me. And one girl who doesn't know how I paid school fees. He's going to say, why are you giving your father all that money? Why are you, why are you prioritizing your father? Do you want me to curse you? <laughs> and that's why many men don't prosper more. Because 
Listen, your mother is like your first wife. Yes. Now his wife says, hmm, even after preaching, I heard what apostle said. He didn't even congratulate you. See, Jezebel is talking to the husband. So a nice son, a nice pastor, suddenly start developing attitudes. Reading meaning into things that don't exist. And he's tortured because a woman is poisoning him to become discontent, to, to act in a certain way. Be careful. Listen, me, I'll tell you this for free. If you have a young lady who admires what you're doing for your father, you have a good woman. You have a young lady who admires what you're doing for your mother. You have a good woman. And when I ask you for money, you didn't, you didn't give me the money. But I, I just saw your M-Pesa message. Eh? You sent 5,000 to the village. Eh? And I'm here. You are here, so? Should my mother die of hunger in the, you know, some of you young men, what I'm saying, you're not even listening because you are pussy whipped. If you argue against her today, don't give you. So you are there. You are not listening. Your mother is a far better blessing in your life than that girl. A girl that can leave you tomorrow with one text message. Has your mother sent you that text message? From today we are no more together. Can she send you that message? And I'm teaching you, you are looking at me like one is interesting. It's over. Yes. It's over. It's over. Okay, you don't listen to my teaching. It's okay. Mandela, you look at me like that. It's fine. It's okay. Just, just, just look at me like that. It's fine. Yeah. This past week, a man, a Ghanaian man in the U.S. committed suicide, but before he did, he shot his wife. Yeah. May I tell you that your wife, okay, I'll get into trouble now. I, I have things to say. But I'll just get into trouble. This is how he committed murder. He sent a voice note to his sister in Ghana. My house in Ghana, take it. That's what he told the wife, the sister. Take it. When you are dying, hand it over to another person. He mentioned the name. I have things here in Columbus. I've contacted the shipping agent to ship it down to Ghana. So get in touch with him. And I have things at the back of my house. There is this thing. There is a car. I've broken down into pieces. Ship it down to Ghana and put it together. Also, my staffs. Then he said, he mentioned the wife's name. He said, she returned from Ghana. And she's told me this morning that I'm no longer her husband. She sees me as the brother. 
Even though they have four children. A woman who wake up and say, you are my brother. <laughs> I see you like my brother. <laughs> I see you like my brother. That the guy she loves is this person. So, she's going to use her papers which she got after the man married her and brought her to America to bring the man now to America. So she said, as for her, I don't know how to put it in English, but you see if you're cooking um, on the jiko, there's a way you fan. <sighs> so she said, she, he, he will not <sighs> for somebody to uh-huh. I don't know how to say it. So <laughs> So he said, You understand? So he will not who the thing and another person comes in. He said, He will not do it. So he says, Bye-bye to all of you. He left a voice note. He said, Bye-bye to all of you. And don't blame anybody. Blame this woman. And then the next thing, he shot the woman and he shot himself. The man died. But the lady is fighting for her life. You see a woman like... You see Jezebel doesn't die easily. (laughs) She may survive to marry the love of her life. (laughs) Because of the love of your life. You have rejected your mother. Rejected your father. I'm telling you. You you don't get blessings that way. If my mother were alive, I will never allow my mother to live in a village. Some of you, you are living in the city with a girl in your room. Your mother's room is built with a, a, a mad house. You see why you are struggling? You, you, you agree? You see why you are struggling? Uh-huh. I'm telling you something. This is a woman who nurtured you and carried you in her womb. You are here. You are paying house rent for a girl. That just because you've been chopping her, you are paying house rent. Yes. Do you know how blessings come? Blessings have different factors that work together for you to be blessed. Telling. Oh, you don't agree, Titus? Are you sure you agree? You agree some way. You agree fully. (laughs) You see, when you talk like this, women think that by what I'm saying, they will not enjoy their marriage. What do you mean by you won't enjoy your marriage? I don't understand. How much can you eat? Oh no, you know, I'm fighting for my children. That is also the man's children. Are you listening to me? You see, don't hide behind cruelty. And then say, oh, somebody's dying in the village. Eh? You know, but we also have to buy steamer. Jane, are you listening to what I'm saying? Listen to it, though. 
If you are my wife, you've, you, you're fighting me over what I'm giving to my mother. You are leaving my house that day. I'm not joking. You're, I, I don't care. Oh, he's mommy's boy. What do you want me to be? Mommy's cat. You've just showed me a picture of your heart. And I should not take it lightly. Yes. So that man, he killed, he shot the woman, shot himself thinking they'll, they'll go with their laugh together. She's still fighting for her life. He is gone. She's not going. The love of her life is in Ghana. If she survives it, she'll go and bring the guy. The foolish man is dead. Now let's enjoy. So never you marry a Jezebel. When your beloved starts pointing things to you, which you were never seen before, don't say, hey, Nikweli, my love. Who, you have opened my eyes. <laughs> they are taking you to your grave. That one you say, they have opened your eyes to see the grave. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about terrorists. There are some mother-in-laws, they are terrorists. Uh, no, no, I'm, that's not what I'm supporting. I'm supporting just a normal mother of your wife or a normal mother of your husband. That's all. A normal mother. Yeah. In fact, let me be honest with you. If you're a good woman, eh, you are even the one that will be fighting to send things to your husband's mother. And if he's a good husband, he will be the one fighting to send things to your mother. So consider what I'm saying. Some of you are doing me. Tell your neighbor, don't block the message. Point number 30. (laughs) A person who constantly shifts the blame to other people. Amen. Number 31. A leader who thinks too much money is being spent on the head. Oh, yeah. There are some people, they sit in church. Little honor that is done to a pastor makes them angry. Now, this again fits into the point I have earlier just made. Yes. Do you understand? Yeah. Some people sit, these days, they don't even say it on text message. They sit in the church and they make their utterances up, 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 You can sit in a church. Oh, anyway, they, they are not even doing it like they were. Choir comes with envelope at my feet. Then you see them and say, hey, this man loves money. Should we give you the envelope to count? Maybe you are thinking there are, you know, five thousands and there are ten thousands. Eric, to put five thousand at my feet. Eric. No, let's give you the envelope to count. I said, let's give you the envelope to count. But you see, it's not about the money, but 
the honor, the language of honor. The language of honor. I was in my, this same church, though in a different location. I, I came Saturday, I was in the ministry, school of ministry, the whole day. I got to the house Saturday around 9 p.m. Next morning, Sunday, I was in the church. I got to my house in the evening. When I got to my house, my house door was broken into an apartment. I, I was then living in Kilelesho. And how many people were living in that apartment? Few people. Were few. My door was broken into. My television was removed. 60 inches screen television off the wall. My PS <laughs> taken. Laptops taken. Mobile phones, watches, perfumes. They raided the house. And I came to church and I told the church. My house was broken into. I lost all these things. Nobody from the church said, you know, apostle, our pastor. He said, if you think this church really cares for me, you're a joke. If you were the pastor of this church, you'd have committed suicide. (laughs) By now, you would have committed suicide. And know another church where in less than a week they would have restored even the things and better than what was taken. Yes. Me, I only informed the church. I didn't even ask for anything. I stayed how many years without television? I stayed in this place without TV. My church members had TVs. Pastors had TVs. Pastor Edu and his people, they had TVs. I will visit Pastor Edu and he will give me f- cookies and, and, and t- food prepared by the wife and his television was on. Hey. Me, the pastor of the church, I was there. Now, I could have easily bought a television. Yes. But when I noticed nobody cared, I said, watch I cry. It seems my members don't want me to watch television. So I stood many years. Yes. So one day, I don't know what came to a pastor. And the pastor called the other pastors. Not these ones. These ones are new. <laughs> and said, let's organize and buy a TV for apostle. Then one of my pastors said, did he ask for a TV? For you to know that it is a sign of disloyalty, he became a rebel. He and his wife became a rebel. That is, that's why I started by saying signs. Signs. They honor somebody. What comes from your mouth is what a waste. Who said that the oil was wasted and that it could have been sold and the proceed used to take care of the poor. It was Judas. Who did Judas become? A betrayer.
betrayer of the son of God. The other day, one of the pastors was coming to preach and they brought envelope and one member opened her mouth and said, is it necessary? Is this necessary? Yes. Yes. And they sit in a church. You think this girl you see is so innocent. She cannot say that banana. Ona, ona le nice, Esther. Hmm. Is it necessary? Some of you, when you see somebody being honored, you know, it's like the demons in you are irritated and stirred up. Me, I pray for this president to succeed. I really pray for him to succeed. Yeah. I really pray for him to succeed because what he did with his senior was a teaching and a lesson for others. When you publicly point to your leader and you castigate, you have taught everybody else, this is how you rise to the top. Disagree with him. Like this new Ricky G marriage, you know, you just have to pray and say, how long would it last? How long would they speak with one voice? How long before that Lucifer enters second in command? Say, nah, Sahib, I also want. Yeah. You see, and this, this is a teaching that bishops must give politicians. Imagine some people, so you know you can become the president. Huh? You can become a president. You see how central we love you. You know, you can become a president. Yeah. And then they'll just go to one small cabinet meeting and then the president, hey, Ricky G, quiet. <laughs> Ricky G, quiet. I'm the president, I'm talking. When they leave the meeting, then, you see, that demons start talking. Did they have to shut me in that meeting like, I am so, uh-huh. Then the next cabinet meeting, you won't go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see how things work? It's so simple. If you like honor, if they are showing somebody honor, say, God, I thank you for this. One day, I'll be shown honor. That's it. That's it. If I look at what is happening in America now, you know, me in my entire life, I never believed that somebody would try to do a coup in America. Donald Trump tried it. The guy almost did a coup. Huh? He almost did a coup. I was shocked. You see, then again now, somebody is trying to punish somebody who was a former president and is not going to go well. So America, as you see it, like joke, like joke. Maybe you don't know history. Read history. They've had civil war in America before. And today, there's still a very high possibility for civil war. It's just the red against the blue. And then they'll start a war. And it can start from this guy, Trump. He's not too... But it can start from him. Yes. 
Because you think nobody likes him. He's some way. The people who like him, they like him better than the people who likes you, likes you. They they want to die for him. Meanwhile, the people who like you, they can't even die for you. Do do you understand? Yeah. Honor is something to be admired. And hear me when I say this. Honor is not a Kenyan thing. It's not a Nigerian thing. Honor is a universal language. It's universal. If you are in the church and you are not happy that your pastor is being honored, why do you even come here? If you don't like your pastors, why do you even come here? Because the next pastor is going to teach again tomorrow or teach again Sunday. Why are you torturing yourself? Because you don't earn salary here. Is it tomorrow where you are going? Whether you like the people there or not, you have to go. But this place, we don't pay you end month. So go to where you'll be happy. Do you understand? Then a pastor is being honored and then you start making political statements. Is that necessary? Like one of my pastors said, did he ask for television? Next you say, did he ask for air to breathe? If I was the one who heard that statement, I would have stopped everything happening here and asked you, repeat what you said again. Yes. That's how we should get rid of these loyal church members. You can be, and then when we see you, you are the one closer to the pastors and around there. Everybody would think you are a shareholder in a church. Next time you hear somebody making a derogatory statement against a leader, it can be your ministry group leader. Stop everything and say, Repeat what you just said. Yes. Because you see, what you don't know is that tomorrow you will become the pastor and you are standing here and people are saying negative things about you. Tomorrow you come and hold microphone. Then you sing a song on honor. You come and hold microphone and you want to come and act about honoring your pastor. But you don't believe it. You don't believe it. Let's stop these pretentious things. If you don't like honor, in this church, we like honor. I want my pastors to honor me. I want my pastors to be honored. When you become a pastor, I want you to be honored. That's me. That's me. That's me. I've always honored Pastor Edwin. Yes. And I've always admired and love the people who honor my pastors. Yes. Is it somebody like that? If I make a mistake and I appoint you as a pastor, Imesha. I know what you're saying, but I've not asked to be appointed as a pastor. That's you see, you've not asked to be appointed as a pastor, but you also not be appointed anywhere, since that is how you think. Some sisters, when they see a woman. Who honors her husband? They'll poison her till she stops honoring her husband. See, you have allowed yourself to be made a doormat. 
Anyway, some of us women, we don't allow it. You see? And then a foolish woman or a foolish wife will also allow herself to be corrupted. Women are wicked, oh. Hey, women are wicked. Women can be heartless. I've said it. And I'm not, I'm not apologizing to any of you. I've said it. Huh? A woman who is not tampered with the Holy Ghost. Hitler is his stu- her student. She's not tampered with the Holy Spirit. When a woman says that your marriage is better, your husband, you honor your husband, she'll start poisoning you. She doesn't want you to keep what you have. Yes. That's the motive. Yeah, don't have it. Look at how the husband bought her a watch the other day. Hmm? These two hands have never worn a watch. Then she'll come up with a plan to poison the one who has the good thing until it spoils. Huh? Hello, my dear. I thought you, the other day you were saying on Valentine's Day they bought you a watch. I'm just seeing your husband here now. Yeah. There's a woman seated across, across him. And the way they are looking into each other's eyes, there's a spark. You saw a spark. You too, Mumu, you'll be in your house boiling, boiling, boiling. Normally when your husband comes, you hug him. You take his back. I think a woman should do that. Brothers, don't you think like that? Yes. I think a woman should be like that. You should be able to be in the house. Then from nowhere, you tell your husband, give me your feet. You cut his nails. Yeah. You put his feet in hot water. You bring it out. You give him a foot massage. He should feel like the man in the house. Is it, you are shaking your head, eh? I didn't start saying this today. I'm waiting for some husbands to come and tell me, Apostle, continue, continue teaching. I have not heard Apostle continue teaching. That's why I still say it. Let me stand here and teach what I'm teaching. I need some men to come to me as Apostle. Continue your teaching. Yes. It is helping some of us. Yes, my own has changed. My story has changed. I said, what happened? So, I had the best foot massage last week. I'm standing here and I'm talking. I'm teaching. I'm teaching. Are you listening to me? Yeah. I am yet to see one man come and say, Apostle, continue preaching. Continue teaching. Keep preaching. Is it on to say amen? Yeah, the sister, one sister says amen. <laughs> it's like you want amen, take the amen. Hmm. 
In fact, I am not going to the other points to finish. I'll finish what I'm teaching on some scriptures. Let me use scriptures to finish this aspect of the teaching and we move on. All right? First Corinthians chapter 9. Give me the NLT. Let's move from verse 1. Let me use scriptures to finish you now. You that is saying, is it necessary? That's how if they buy me a car, you say, is it necessary? <laughs> is it a mass? <laughs> huh? Somebody sang it, so your body is a necessary. Yeah, it's a necessary. <laughs> hey. Let's go to, yeah, don't talk like Judas in the church. We don't like such Judas talking church members. Yes. I'm here now, then if somebody brings a blessing and gives to Pastor Edwin, then I stand here and then I'm angry. I'm angry. Eh, so they couldn't, hey. No, I don't want the Judas spirit. That's the honest truth. Me, I even want my church members, even if you not bless me, bless my pastors. At least bless them. <laughs> but the, the, the truth is that even me, Kwatop, she, she, to talk of mine. So now when you see my pastors being honored a little, the spirit of Judas enters you. You have to make a comment. I was blessed when my pastors had their branches. Sometimes I'll hear from LP Lisa about her members, how they, and I was happy for her. Some of us, we collected the West to go with. Do you understand? Yes. Juliet is not in this church today because of me, my teaching, or my whatever. She didn't meet me. She met LP burial first. Do you understand? It's a blessing for me to know that she pastored somebody I'm today pastoring. I don't have to be envious. I wanted my pastors to have growing churches and then they're also raising pastors. But the powers that be. Do you know the powers that be? Come and ask me in an interview. I'll show you the powers. And I'll show you the principalities in the church. The troublemakers. Do you understand? Or you don't understand? You bless my pastor, you bless me. At least I know that for sure. You bless my pastor, you have blessed me. You disrespect my pastors. You dishonor my pastors. You've dishonored me. That's why it's so funny when people tell me, Oh, Apostle, we love you. You love me and you don't love my pastors. What kind of love is that? I don't like, I don't want that love. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Yes. Keep it. Yes. I am coming into this marriage with my children. I said, I'm coming into the marriage with my children. If you love me, you love my children. Don't let me go to work. You say, honey, bye-bye. Then you are not giving my children poison. You eat this. You take this. (laughs) 
You're beating my children when I'm gone. <laughs> Some people say they love me, but they cannot sit under my pastor. What love is that? Some people say they love me, but they make sure the branches collapsed. Hey, your love is some way. <laughs> hmm? You understand? Yeah. Anyway, let me finish you with the scripture. Am I not as free as anyone else? Am I not an apostle? Haven't I seen Jesus our Lord with my own eyes? Isn't it because of my work that you belong to the Lord? Some of you seated here. A day like this is when you are waking up. With a hangover headache. But because of my work here, you are now in church. If, with your pseudo salvation, but it's fine. You are looking like you are saved and you are going somewhere because of my work. <laughs> By now, your head is filled with smoke from Bangi. By now, you are seeing people walking upside down. But because of my work, some of you could, the, the, maybe not now, maybe not now, but there was a time in your life you say, the last time I drank was before I gave my life to the Lord. I don't even know how Bangi smells like anymore. I says, isn't it because of my work that you belong to the Lord? Verse 2, let's go. Even if others think I'm not an apostle, I certainly am to you. This morning, you would have realized, oh, he left the condom inside me. When was the last time you were looking for a condom that was left inside you? So if I'm not an apostle to others, to you, I am. Are you listening to me? Oh, you don't want to listen to the teaching. You yourselves are proof that I'm the Lord's apostle. Now when you see Mira, it's not nice to you. But before, you were chewing like a goat away. <laughs> hey. Verse 3. This is my answer to those who question my authority. Verse 4. Don't we have the right to live in your homes and share your meals? You were jobless when you came to the church. Eh, let's talk now. Yes. You were a Kenya, Kenya student. Your survival in Nairobi depended on the connections you found in the church. Now you have finished school and you are employed. I can't live in your home and share your meals. Well, you didn't have school fees. It was my prayer point. Apostle, pray for me. Apostle, they are trying to sack me from the school. I tell you, they will not sack you. Don't worry. Yes. Today, is it today you are in a home and you have meals? Can't a pastor share your home and your meals? Paul is asking. Some of you, you think that you are supposed to be in this church and then the day God opens the door, 
Then you remove apostle and put him here. So I don't want to see that man again. Who told you that? You see, in your worst state, you are still my church member. And so in your best state, you should still be my church member. That's the truth. Hey, some of you, we know you. You are, you are a family reject. It's now that your family members are talking to you. Nobody believe anything could come out of you. Nobody believe it. Nobody believe you amount to anything. When you came to this church, who despised you? Nobody. We told you you can make it. We told you it is possible. We told you you'll get there. Now that you are there, don't behave like you, I am your enemy or the pastors are your enemies. Some of you, the training I've given you, now you are using it to serve Pharaoh. <laughs> now you are meeting targets. <laughs> what we used to fight over, you are now meeting targets. Do you want me to continue? <laughs> Verse 5. Don't we have the right to bring a Christian wife with us as the other disciples and the last brothers, the Lord's brothers do as Peter does? Now this is how I know that the Roman Catholics got it wrong. Because Peter had a wife. (laughs) And then in the book of Matthew, his mother-in-law was sick. So Peter is not the first pope. But, but let me not get into trouble here. Let's go to verse 6. Or is it only Barnabas and I who have to work to support ourselves? Are you following the text? Even if you frown, you do It's in the Bible. Verse 7. What soldier has to pay his own expenses? What farmer plants a vineyard and doesn't have the right to eat some of its fruits? What shepherd cares for a flock of sheep and isn't allowed to drink some of the milk? You see where now beloveds are inconsequential. When God is changing your lives, the question you need to, who are the people who shepherded me? Your mother did, your father did, your pastor did. As for beloved Tulia, you'll get your own. But yeah, who, what shepherd cares for a flock? Do you understand? Of sheep and isn't allowed to drink some of the milk. Evans, are you listening? When it's time for me to drink milk, then he starts showing man around. Is it that's the point we invoke apostolic powers and cut your wing? Yes. And so you mean I'm, I've sweated since I've started preaching. I sweat, and I do it one year, two years, three years. Then now the Lord bless you. It's so camera project. Media project. Then you are the one sitting there and say, is it necessary? Hey, hey, hey. Who is that? You will belong to two families. 
I was working in my house the other day, and the Lord said, tell the church this. I have given them two families. One, I have given them a biological family. And two, a spiritual family. And the Holy Spirit said, in case you don't know, there's nothing like a social family. Some of you think your best friends are on WhatsApp and on uh, Facebook. Let me tell you something, if you want to know if there are people who love you on Facebook. Go and write. My son just died. The first post. Oh, we are sorry. You get 1,200 comments. Yes. The next day. It's so painful. It's so hurting. I cannot take it. You get 1,000 comments. The third day. I cannot bear this loss. Why would God? You get 800 comments. Follow me. Then, after one week, it's seven days since you were gone. You are gone. I hope to meet you someday in heaven. You get 600 comments. It's a social experiment. If you like, go and do it. Next two weeks, go and write something. As we're preparing to bury you, I pray that this doesn't happen to anybody else, but my heart is crushed. You'll get 400 comments. Today is the burial day. My heart is broken. You'll get back to 1,200 comments. It's the burial day. After the burial, we just buried you. And I feel a space in my life. You'll get 300 comments. After one month, you put a picture of your son and say, I can't believe you are gone. you get 100 comments. After two months, if you post anything on this again, you get five comments. After four months, if you post anything, you get, they'll just pass by. You don't have a true family on social media. Your true families are the people you know. Yeah, they'll be with you. They'll be with you always. Always. If you, God forbid, you ever lose a son, the people in the church will always be there. They will not give you comment today, no comment tomorrow, and we are tired. In fact, in their homes, they'll be saying, is she the only one who has lost a son? Anyway, let me pass. You see, they'll scroll up. Yeah. Your real families are around you. Not the 5,000 friends. Instagram followers. Some of you, that's what you think. Oh, all my, my family is on TikTok. The pam- they are around you. You see that there will be somebody in this church who will never allow you to be, feel lonely because of your loss. Yes. He's not on social media. He's here. Yeah, she's here. You'll be surprised. I've seen it over and over again. One year time. When you... Oh, it's one year since you're gone. You get another 500 message. But if the next day you write, it, it looked like just yesterday when you were gone, you get five comments. Because the truth is that those are not your real family. Yeah. In fact, they're only interested in what is happening in this one's life. Yeah. yeah. What's happening in this one's life? Are you listening to me? 
verse 8. They don't like the scripture. So, Am I expressing merely a human opinion? Or does the law say the same thing? For the law of Moses says, You must not muzzle an ox to keep it from eating as it treads out the grain. Was God thinking only about oxen when he said this? There are people in this church, what their parents couldn't handle for them to be correct, I handled it. Yes. Now, as I'm working, you want to muzzle my mouth. Did he ask for a TV? No, I asked for a boat. Do you understand? I'm telling you, some of you here believe it. Maybe my pastors know. Me, I've wished that all my church members prosper. In fact, I believe that. I even wish it for my members more than they themselves wish it for themselves. So when a little prosperity starts coming... You see somebody with 40,000 things, I cannot tell her anything. (laughs) I said somebody with 40,000 things, I cannot say anything to her. The other day I asked somebody, how much is your salary? And the person told me, this is my salary. And I felt sorry for the person because the person, when the person was not working, I believe got more from me than even her salary now. <laughs> when I ask you, because of 40,000, I cannot tell you, sit down. That's why some of you, you take your 20,000 to the village and you order everybody about. <laughs> Like I'm a big girl. Hey, listen. This church, I want you to know, change how you are here. God wants to bless you. And hear me. He also wants you to be a blessing to the church when you are blessed. That's why we do fastings. That's why we do prayers. Turning points. Which you don't know about anyway. Evans. Turning points. Which you don't know about anyway. Turning points. Some of you, you came to me as students. When you now have a small position to put your bomb bomb in some place. Don't come here with that attitude like, yeah, no, you know. You see, you were a student. We know you. Some of you, we have seen you walking around here broke. So if tomorrow God smiles on you and he opens a door, remain small in your own eyes and he will continually bless you. Don't behave like a man I know. Started, he started buying suits. He started commanding everybody in the church. Started acting weird. Finally left the church. Forgot where his prosperity started. 
None of you here have come to me as a millionaire. Let me see. One time, L.P. Lisa lost her job for two years. She was still my church member for two years without a job. I can me and my pastors, I can tell them. I can tell L.P. Chesang. One time, they were doing some changes. She called me, Apostle, things are not looking good. I said, I'm praying for you. And then I gave her a deal. Yes. Me, I'm that kind of a prophet. People don't know how to do deals with me. If you do deals with me, I will stay up all night for God to show himself. Yes. I have some church where you say, you know, Apostle, if, if the Lord, if the Lord, I'm not the Lord. I'm not the Lord. If the Lord. That's, I don't like such deals. Yes. You the point now. So some of you have seen you. Some of you have seen you now. You are Johnny Walker. If I look at Titus shoes, it has walked miles. Then tomorrow when he now drives a car and comes to church, then he says, oh, oh, excuse me, what? what did you say, Mr. Apostle? Choir? No, no, excuse me. Come on. Hmm. I want to pray for one politician. Um, the wife of a politician and um, the son had very serious issues and he needed deliverance. At that time, my brother was our own prophet, Victor, so I took him and we, the boy didn't want to. He had already killed several people with using his car. Because they went and did some tradition after that. The guy became just a a machine that was killing. If he enters his car now, down the road, there'll be somebody dead. So I went to the house. You know? One of the people in power right now. And then, we dealt with the issue. I said, please come to church. Then the woman asked me, where is the church? So, Ungare, so, will my car be safe? I almost released all the spirit back to the sun. I mean, the people who come to church, they are animals. Your car is what? Will my side mirror, even if it's not safe, you have come to church and they took your mirror. Praise the Lord. Who gave you the car in the first place? So what I'm saying is that when the Lord has changed your story, it's not the time for you to have an attitude. <laughs> Me to my own was taken severally at Ngara. Do you know how many side mirrors until I had to look for a chain? <laughs> when I come down, I see something has been removed. Yes. <laughs> you don't know. The indicator, they have removed this one. The same day I have to send, they go and get a new one before I leave. In fact, I'll just be up there and somebody say, Apostle, your mirror. I said, which mirror again? So, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> then now he's um, 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 is Landimawe safe? You used to live in Jericho. Yes. The Lord has
has shifted you from Jericho now to Karen, and you are asking, is Landimawe safe? He's not safe. Verse 10. Wasn't he actually speaking to us? Yes, it was written for us. So that the one who plows and the one who threshes, the grain might both expect a share of the harvest. Since we have planted spiritual seed among you, aren't we entitled to a harvest of physical food and drink? I'm talking to the one who said, is it necessary? Don't sit in a church with a necessary spirit. Everything must be necessary before it can be done. Today we have discovered a new spirit. It's a necessary spirit. Yeah. Next time you hear somebody talking against honor, he said, this girl, she has a necessary spirit. <laughs> we have discovered a spirit. Yes, It's called what? A necessary spirit. Yeah. Verse 12. If you support others who preach to you, shouldn't we have an even greater right to be supported? But we have never used this right. We would rather put up with anything than to be an obstacle to the good news about Christ. Yes. There are many things I have suffered so that I am not an obstacle to the good news of Christ. I have privileges, oh, but I have not taken them. If I take them, the church will not do other things. Yeah, I have privileges. I should have privileges as a senior pastor. I don't take them. Tell your neighbor, I hope you are not the one with the necessary spirit. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, the one you are not saying is like you are the one apostle is talking about. <laughs> we don't want you in the church if you have a necessary spirit. Yes. God cannot bless such people. It's like when you see a pastor suffering, then you think he's holy. <laughs> he's a righteous man. <laughs> he, he, walked, he walked to church. Ah, he's holy. Ah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if he goes and he lives in Shakahola Forest, he's holy. Yes. He's anointed. Amen? So, brothers and sisters, let's be thankful for loyalty. We did the church will grow. We did, we can have trusted pastors of these churches in different locations. Yeah. If you, th you want to know why we have not continued with you, is because you are not going to be a true representative of the vision. Yes. You'll be a pastor in your church and you are teaching the people the wrong thing. Yes. Amen? Amen? As surely as God started this church, he will build this church. 
with your necessary spirit or otherwise. You see that better things are being done for the pastor. And you see that your necessary spirit is killing you. What will you now do if somebody walks here and says, are you Apostle Raymond? I say, yes. So, really? I say, yes. So, I want to give you 1,000 acres of land. Now you die. Now you die. Because when they put envelope with 50 bob, your necessary spirit is killing you. What will you now do when I'm giving 1,000 plots of land? Then now you say, all these foreigners, all these foreigners, all these foreigners, <laughs> they come to our country and now a foreigner has 1,000 acres. Before I close, let me tell you a story. You see that television which was stolen? My television which was stolen. The weekend I bought the television. It's my first television in Ghana, uh, in Kenya. My brother was around. My brother is different from me in many ways. So different. He's free, happy, go lucky, you know. Yeah. If my brother was your pastor, after church, half of you will enter his office. <laughs> He's happy, go lucky. You know, he's hugging every member. When have you hugged me? It won't happen. So that weekend, he was in, he was ministering in our church. So I got a blessing and I bought a TV. And I mean, there are a lot of things I have today, not because I, want, I, I got them. I got them because of a necessity. The bed I sleep on, I didn't get it because... Like I wanted a bed. For many years, I slept on the floor. On a mattress. And I used to come to a big church and minister. They didn't know that I didn't have a bed. The one I had, El Pilisa got it. When we were expecting a guest, it was a, a, a bed she went out and they got. And they brought. I had a guest. So, but that's not a bed I can use for a bishop who was coming to my house. So I bought the bed I sleep on. I bought it because a bishop was coming to stay with me for a few days. And I sleep on the floor. As I'm saying, you see, don't think he's broke. I am paying school fees. I'm helping people. You see, all those I could use to buy a bed. It became only a necessity because I was having somebody I highly honored. I said, no, this one. So days before I went and I got a big bed and I got a mattress and I never slept on the bed until the bishop came. He ministered in the church. He slept on the bed. I said, Lord, I just want the anointing. So I will sleep on the bed after he's come and he's gone. So even that TV, I only got it because of my brother has a restless spirit. See, to imagine him in the house, there's no TV and then he's fine. It's not possible. So I got a TV. Then around that time, you see, 
to show you that pastors really suffer. We suffer from the people we wish well for. The people we want to be blessed. They are the same people who point hands and want to bring us down. So, that weekend, my brother had been around for a couple of days. And so, he got to know some church members. So, I was there and then he said, Ray, I've invited this sister to come to. Me, I've been in this town for how many years? That sister doesn't know where I live. My church member doesn't. So, he said, Ray, I've invited. I, the TV was new. So I said, bro, Kenya is not Ghana. This won't go well. He said, what do you mean? Then he started, me who knew somebody before, my brother started preaching the virtues of the, like, let's say it's Elvina. Then he started, Elvina is a good woman. You know that? How many days have you been here? She's a good woman. Evina is, oh, in fact, Evina even appreciates you. I said, bro, you, Kenya is different from Ghana. So he started, my brother behaves like Ahab. So he became quiet. He became, I said, fine, Charlie, do what you want to do. So I was there and then I was called. I'm here. Where do I go? I'm directing somebody. I would rather not. The person knows where I live. The the person came. My brother was very happy. Hey. (laughs) Only I knew what I was going to suffer. In fact, I think, I don't, did he cook? He even cook? He did something. I don't know. He was very happy, relaxed. In my heart, I was praying. Like joke, like joke. That same week in the church, this sister started a campaign. She gathered people in the church and said, you know, we need to know what our tithes and our offerings does in the church. How are the offerings and tithes accounted for? After she saw the TV. Because around that, at that same time, they had come to fix um, DSTV. So you could tell it's new. You know, they put in this. Hey. Now they'll sit in a corner somewhere. The lady with other people. And then I started hearing, we must account for tithe. I, and I look at my brother and I say, you see? You don't understand what I meant. My TV, without anybody knowing, is a great blessing to me. Now you have introduced warfare. I wasn't surprised that TV got stolen. It's the same TV. Yes. I was living in Ngara. Two by four hotel. I prayed for somebody, her breakthrough came. The person got me a house at Kilimani, big house. The house has not, not even one sophoria, but I was happy I was living. My administrator said, Apostle, now that you have a house, won't you come and see if you need a curtains, if you need. Eh? My administrator came with two pastors, a man and his wife, both were my 
pastors and then my administrator. When they came, if today was Wednesday, by Thursday, my administrator wrote a resignation letter. I was living in a house without curtains, a house without a bed. But the administrator said, I will not do this thing. All these foreigners, now he has come. He's living in Kilimani. And look at his house. Next, he'll buy a car. Next, he'll have a, 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 his own house. And I will not. Then, two days after, the man and his wife also wrote their resignation. Like one house, one empty household. So the other day, I was with Cliff at Sarit and we just turned the corner and I saw somebody and he said, Apostle. So he, he didn't know who I was talking to. Here was the pastor who resigned because of my Kilimani house. His, his beard has become all white. I shook his hand and said, how are you? He said, me, I'm not an enemy. He said, how are you? He said, I'm fine. I said, how is your wife? So she, he stammered a little. I knew there was a story there. I said, no, I'm fine. It's okay. He said, the ministry is still there? I said, yeah. Where should he go? <laughs> we exchanged pleasantries and then he left. So I told Cliff that he used to be my pastor. He couldn't believe it. When that guy stands here to do praise and worship, you will all boogie. You will boogie. Yeah, he was that gifted. Yes. His wife was called Marianne. They were, the, they were with me when I cleaned the interfina basement with urine and poo-poo. Yes, my first fruit. Yes. Only because I got a, a house. Church was not paying for the household. The person who got the breakthrough was paying for the house. Why are you not happy for your pastor? You see, if he is not lifted, you will not be lifted. That's the truth. Rise up on your feet. If I have a pot of gold, if I discover a pot of gold in my house, like I pass the corner of my house somewhere and I see pot of gold, eh, I can confidently call Pastor Edwin and show him, Pastor Edwin, I found the gold. Can I call you? Can your pastor call you? When he finds a pot of gold, can he call you? I said, Pilisa, come and see the pot of gold. Yes. Happy Barry, come and see the gold. Chesan, come. It's gold. Come and see. Can I call you? Or that night will be my last night on the earth. Happy <laughs> birthday. There's gold here. I found it. Come and see. <laughs> when you leave, you say, there's this foreigner. Either you make plans for me to be deported. <laughs> hey. I'm, te- I'm teaching you something. Yeah. Rohosafi is a blessing. Yeah. Have it. Live with it. Yeah. Let other people's progress make you happy. Yeah. 
God will bless you. I said, God will bless you. One day I'm going to see my pastors and they'll be giving cars. I should be happy for them. Do you understand? Yeah. So pastors, when you see me being blessed, be happy for me. And when you see my pot of gold, don't plot against me. <laughs> hey. James will just say, Apostle, give me five minutes, I'm coming. He will enter Kayole. <laughs> when he turns the corner, I see ten guys have come with James. You got a point now? That day, I have to surrender the pot of gold. Rejoice when you see others rejoicing. Mourn with those who are mourning. Rejoice with those who are rejoicing. Ah, It's a blessing. I've dedicated cars belonging to my members. At the time, I had nothing. It was a blessing. Lift up your two hands. I believe we've exhausted truly the teaching on loyalty. Ask the Holy Spirit to minister to your heart that you will stand with God's vision. This is not a vision of a man. You stand with God's vision. You'll be faithful to the scriptures. Faithful to the vision God has given us. Lift your voice and begin to pray right now. It's a good prayer. It's a good prayer. It's a good prayer. Pray that that is what you will do. That is what you will be. Pray for it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm not hearing you, church. Lift your voice and pray. In a few minutes, we're going to be out of here. Thank you, Jesus. Build your church, O oh God, on the foundation of truth, on the foundation of faithfulness, on the foundation of fidelity. In the name of Jesus, Rezaka sumalaka paya baba ya dua batele mekendiria rizuka poria limbra dere balaba kapa rakaya mandada da mahandios izazu malaka paha igradere merenene sanduandai swama rese plata raise faithful men in Love Springs International Church raise faithful women in Love Springs International Church. Church. Raise, O oh God, men of faithfulness, men of faith in this place. In Lord, raise this vision 
that we may be a blessing to the nation, a blessing to this country. Let our roots go deeper, oh God. Let our roots go deeper in the mighty name of Jesus. Let these messages not be wasted. Let your counsel not be wasted. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you glory for what you're doing in our lives. You will yet do much more. And you will build that which you've purposed to build in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.